Yeah, 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 here we go, here we go, this is the 20 by 20 podcast, and we are your host, Nathan McFly, Shiniga Woodrow, and LP Dangerously, yes, he's back, ladies and gentlemen, LP Dangerously is out here, baby, what's going on, brother, good, good, man, good, you know, working, moving, shit like that, okay, just into a new place, nice, yeah, everything's going, when's the ring coming? Damn, you put him on the spot. He's like, yeah, I did that for wifey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. would like to know. <laughs> when is it coming? Man? Oh, but it must be it, it feels different though, you know. We're not we're not at the sportatorium anymore, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for real. So we, it feels we were a little there, different. We were there yesterday. Yeah. And it was I, good, man. It was good. Shout, I, out, to, it's, it's shout a, out to that dove, yo. A fucking dove. I, I see that. I see that. That was weird. Son. And just stood there, and you know, Els was lit. Dove just stood there. It, pro- it probably been there the whole time, and it seen that you guys were back, and it was just like, wow, my niggas, my niggas it's came back. Like the boys are back in town. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only bird sanctuary in Flushing Queens. <laughs> shout out to shout out to all the doves out there if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Like we said last week, yo, dude, there's a lot of music out. What, what are you listening to right now? Benny. Straight Benny? Zelda. That's really much it right now. Have you listened to the new Max B joint? Nah, not yet, not yet, not yet. Oh. I heard it dropped. I haven't had, you know, I'm so, I got such a like big music catalog going right now. It's just like, yo, you don't even catch up for that. Yeah. I just heard that uh, Smoke Dizza and Benny the Butcher joint. Oh, okay. Statues shit, of Limitations. Yeah, the shit they came out with. Shit fire. fire. Short, but it's fire. Yeah. Though, man. I want to listen to it to show us some love, but I probably heard some old school Max since that since this drop. Yo, yeah. shout out to Max B, son. Yeah, Free I, Max I B. fucks with Max all oh, day. Like, Silver Surfer. I know the commercial album, like, whatever. It's, the original it's, way. It's going to help him, you know what I'm saying, in this situation, whatever. Yeah. So everybody really should support it if you fuck with Max. But definitely, yeah, definitely. I still definitely. haven't brought myself to listen to it yet. Yeah. Like I still just haven't done it yet. Nah, I, yo, I just, just so like you said, it's just so much music. Out there. Yeah, it's, but it's not even because of that. I like, finally heard. Me, I'm still listening to Freddie Gibbs. Yo, Freddie Gibbs <laughs> still on that fucking Freddie Gibbs. Yo, his Tiny Desk concert. Yeah, that, that was fire. fire. That was fire. Shit like that is fire. Like, that was fire. It's like well, just, came, who came up with that concept, the Tiny Desk? That's Madlib shit. Dope. Dope, shit. Dope. Dope. That's so Come dope. through, he played instruments. Nah, he used to be rapping. What are you yeah. talking about? The concept of the Tiny Desk concert? Yeah. yeah. Nah, that's NPR. NPR does that shit. I know oh, NPR. Shit? I know yeah. NPR. But Madlib's nice with it. The drums. I just want to know who's behind all that. You know what I'm saying? Like well, behind it. Like I thought it was Madlib's shit. Yeah, that, that wouldn't surprise me if like Madlib had a part of like com- coming up with the concept with dope. NPR. But yo, that's just, yo. The bandana's album on a live band changes your whole perceptive of the music. Yeah, bro. Like Freddie Gibbs could flow on everything and still sound ill. Definitely, definitely. Shout out to Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, shout out to everybody that's coming out with music right now. Yeah, big facts. Yo, I shout mean, out to order. Uh, Flea Lord. Yes. Far Rockaway, man. Yeah, you was putting me on to that last yeah. night. You heard that America. Flea Lord uh, and Edo uh, for Rock America or Rock America? Rock America, yeah. yeah. You know them tracks? Fire. Them tracks that you were showing me yesterday, it reminded me of when I was rapping, like, 
it, it just like it sounds so raw and so like you know what i'm saying it's it's not fucking like it's not there's no type of like machine behind nah, what they're yeah. doing like that shit is just straight dumb like that shit is just straight like them being raw dumb. authentic but it's like i can't I, it just sounds so gritty and his voice also adds to it the yeah. raspy yeah, yeah son yeah like, yeah, he still got some fire out there, too. Yo, word, man. Griselda. That's the camp. That's the <laughs> camp right now, baby. That's it. But, guys, we got a lot of stuff to go into with uh, pro wrestling, which is, uh, you know, the other part of this podcasting that we do. But, um, yeah, man, yo, listen. Three people got released. We got Luke Harper. Well, not three, but, like, four in total if you want to get technical and shit. Luke Harper... Yeah. The Ascension and Sin Trabajo, aka Sin Cara. <laughs> Sin Trabajo. <laughs> Sin Culo. Yo. Sin Teta. Sin Cara, I can see that coming. Ascension, we've been seeing that coming. I mean, they haven't been even used properly since they left NXT. Mind you, they are the longest reigning NXT tag champions of all time. For like are 400, they? yeah, like 400 days or some crazy shit like that. I know they were a powerhouse at NXT. Yeah, they were the longest reigning. It was over a year. Yeah. Uh,. So, the one release that really kind of caught me off guard, but I could see it coming as well, was Luke Harper. Luke Harper, there's a lot of things they could have done with him, especially how good he in the, how good he is in in the ring, how well he's loved, not only within that locker room, but just like within fans. Like fans always been waiting to see what the fuck was gonna go on with this guy, mm-hmm. and they let him release too. But within these releases, they got a 90 days clause which means they can't go anywhere, wrestle for anybody, competition, whatever it may be, for for the next 90 days. So the earliest, I think, available date for Luke Harper to wrestle is like late March. Okay. That's not bad, though. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a sad thing. Like, yo, like I I bumped into him at Wale Mania, and he was just like mad cool. Just like, I was like, oh, shit, Luke Harper? He's like, yeah. Said, what's up? Talked for a bit, took a picture, kept it moving. But regardless of the fact, like, you know, like, he was just cool with that, you know? Yo, Not that many of them like that, man. I mean, is he going to go to AEW? Is he going to go to All Elite? If you want to keep chasing the bag, why not? Where else is he going to go? Like, right now, he could wrestle probably, like, for small indie companies that he used to wrestle before. Yeah. But they just don't want him going anywhere where, the, where they feel deemed as competition, with, whether it be AEW, maybe New Japan. Right. I can't find any any other organization that's deemed Would NWA be considered as competition? Nah, mm-hmm. I don't think it's considered as competition because they don't have what companies like AEW and New Japan have. Maybe it'd be a live stream network or just time on national TV. Yeah, They don't have that. So I, I doubt that they're... Even seen as a competition. The closest to be seen as competition is these two promotions within New Japan and AEW. Got you, got you, got you. But that's unfortunate, though, man, because when he came back with Eric Harper, I mean, with uh, Eric Rowan, Rowan, there was something there. (laughs) Yeah, like, yeah, (laughs) Yo, but they had something there. Like, Eric Rowan was coming out to be as, like, the singles wrestler. And he had Luke Harper pop out, ready to shine with him. You feel me? Like, they were ready to do something with both of them, but in, like, individual spaces. Like, Eric Rowan's this mad genius, and Luke Harper's, like, this, you know, savage dude that's, you know, like, he's brutal. He's a brutal force. But then they just stopped with Luke Harper. 
They even Eric Rowan's character with I don't know what the hell's in that cage. Yeah, but do you think what's going on? I told you what it was. Where's it? It's Bad News Brown sewer rat. Oh yeah, that's right. It's a that's right. In there. Just chilling, not trying to fucking nobody. And here Eric Rowan come. Hey, Yo, you want to see what's in my cage? Yeah. I just feel like maybe that Eric Rowan is just. He's just open to always changing his character because this is like the like the third go around he's going with his character, mm. like breaking out of the Wyatts, being himself, doing something through that, and then being a part of get, getting re- yeah, and then you know, yeah, get repackaged, Bludgeon Brothers, get repackaged again. He's like this backwards evil monster coming through and shit. So maybe he's just accepting to all the change, and Eric and um, Luke Harper isn't. Mm. Could be that. I mean, there's also like rumors going around that Vince McMahon wasn't sold on because he wanted to do like a southern accent, he couldn't do it, or some stupid shit like that. A southern accent. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, former former Intercontinental Champion, in order to get that belt, he actually had a fucking fire match with Dolph Ziggler. And then when he lost it, had a fire fucking uh, ladder match with Dolph Ziggler. Remember that shit? Or did he win it in the ladder match? I don't think no, I don't, I don't think. I don't know either like either one of the two, but those two matches were fucking dope as shit. Yeah, dope as shit. Like when he had that, you know, when that whole angle with um, I keep calling him the corporation. I don't know why. Who for fuck um, you know Stephanie Hunter and all the motherfuckers. Oh uh, yeah, uh, the authority. The authority. I don't know why I keep calling them the corporation. Yeah, the corporation. That's, that's what it is. Corporation two point oh. Yeah, that. I don't so know. That's exactly what they were. But um, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Just like. He it, that was dope, like that Survivor Series where Dolph Ziggler was the lone survivor, and then he went after Ziggler, got the fucking icy belt, fire well, shit. Well, let I just me wish they had something else for him. Let now. me ask yeah. you a quick question to bring it back. Um, who do you think is gonna have like the best run after leaving WWE? Like, who's gonna who's gonna end up with the best situation? Let me say it like that. Luke Harper. Luke Harper, definitely. Yeah, yeah. definitely Luke if Harper. His body holds weight to it. You know, Luke Harper, because he got, he got, like, a bad knee. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like the Ascension would be great in NWA. Yeah. For that retro aspect. And they I, could be, like, their road warriors and shit, you know I what I'm saying? I think they need to kind of change their look to stray away the little WWE's bit. Ascension. Yeah, a little bit. Because they got dumbed down. Like, when he first came in, the whole Illuminati uh, Titantron that they had yeah. was dope. That was insane. And then... They, like, dumbed it down with, like, all this comedy and stuff like that. It's just like, yo, these guys held the title in NXT. They were monsters. Yeah. Or what we consider to be, like, one's the big dude, the other one's the shorter, but, like, he's deviant. I mean, they could have done something. Now they're just the ascension. Like, the fashion police. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like... (laughs) Shout out to Fandango. Go out there. And and Tyler Breeze. Fashion police work. Yeah, they do. Like, that they do. I'll man. give them that, man. They actually do, bro. That works. But, you know, best to all of them that just left. And supposedly there's a new wave of uh, people getting let go coming soon. It's going to go through not only the main roster, but NXT as well. Mm. So Damn, we'll see what happens with that. I mean, I haven't got any more news on that, but let's see what's good. A little purge. So let's go on to the next thing. We got NWO and... Dave Batista going into the Hall of Fame this year. Now, the NWO is going to be consist of four members going in. They're going to have, of course, Hall, Nash, and Hogan, but then they have X-Pac. Mm. X-Pac was a sixth member. 
if people want to get technical, look at my boy, boy Joe right here. It's NWO. So this is the 20 by 20 NWO inspired by the NWAT. Now, right now, this is what we got. We got basically the first five members of the NWO in there with the most one of the most influential members of the MWO, if not, which was Eric Bischoff. Mm -hmm. But you go over people like the Giant and Ted DiBiase. Do you guys think they should have put Giant and Ted DiBiase into the MWO as Hall of Famers? Mm, not the original, though. Original should have just been them three? Like, I'm surprised X-Pac got into he was that the sixth. He was the sixth member of the yeah, MWO. But he wasn't the fourth. No, he, the fourth was, uh, I think, Ted DiBiase, yeah. and the fifth was Giant. Yeah. And so, and to your point, show. I get what you're saying. Like, why yeah. did they skip over them? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't know that, actually, that they were the, the fourth and fifth members. Definitely the original three. X-Pac is kind of like, I don't really understand it. Like, X-Pac had something about him that popped. With but why, so, why him before... The Giant? The Giant and, and Ted DiBiase. That, that's what confuses me, too, because the Giant at 22 was a world champ. Exactly. He, he was beat Hogan for yeah. the world Eric Bischoff? I feel like Eric Bischoff might be the one to induct him in. Mm. Like, that would be that would be perfect. Is Eric Bischoff in, in no. the Hall of Fame? No, he's not in the Hall of Fame. Wow. He's, he's known more as a WCW guy. So, for I think for guys like that that didn't really have... If they had a run, they didn't really have a meaningful run in WWE. They're gonna be like in the Hall of Fame later on. Yeah, Paul White definitely is gonna be in the. Oh, Hall definitely, of Fame. yeah. The Big Show's definitely gonna be in the Hall of Fame. But I feel like if they were gonna, if they were gonna put in the NWO, since the NWO had like about like seventy members, shit, you can't pick all the motherfuckers in. You know what? I know why. Just take the first three, and that's it. I think I figured out why. Because Ted was is already in the Hall of Fame for the Million Dollar Man. No, but there's, but there's a lot of... He wasn't uh, He wasn't the Million Dollar Man in WCW. No, he was just Ted DiBiase. Exactly. So WWE's like, we're not going to shine on the WCW side. Yeah. And, but, and the Giant being the Big Show. I'm sure the Big Show later on is going to be in the Hall of Fame. You know, he was he was a powerhouse when he was yeah. here. He has to be. He's, he's going to be. Exactly. I, I, Soon, too. He's going to be. He's definitely going to be, man. But I just feel like with that, uh, they should have just kept it with the three members, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't you can't put everybody. You can't put Randy Savage. You can't put Scott Norton, fucking Conan, Buff Bagel. You can't put all these niggas yeah. there. But they could do the top six. Like, they could have done Paul if, White and... Yeah, yeah he could have did the top six. Because if you think about it, the top six, even with... Big Show in it, it's all WWE guys. Like, Big Show was in WCW for like four years before he jumped ship. Yeah. He was one of the first people to jump ship from WCW to WWE. Yeah. You know, during that, uh, I think it was like uh, Hogan. No, not Hogan. Wow. It was um, Austin Austin and Kane. Was when, it? When Big, Show, when, when Big Show came through? It yeah, was, it, it was, was Austin in, and Kane. Something like that, yeah. yeah. So, you know, he's more, he's known more as a WWE lifer. So I think all six would have been dope. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, you know, shout out to them. Shout out to Batista. Shout out to Batista, man. Yo, because not for nothing, for a lot of these kids growing up now, they were like, in, well, you know, like anywhere from like 10 to like 20 years old when Batista was really going through that, yeah. that phase where he was popping. 
Like, this is their, like, who can you compare him to from, like, our generation? Who, Batista? Batista. He was, like, uh... I feel like he was, like, their fucking macho man. Nah. Because John Cena's, like, their Hogan. Batista would so be... So, Randy Orton is macho man, then. You know what, what Batista would be, like, ultimate warrior, but more skillful. Oh. And better at promos. Okay. Because he was I'll a beast. Yeah, 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 yeah. In, in the ring? Come on. Like... My nephew didn't know, like, obviously he didn't know. He's nine years old, but he saw Batista in the ring last year. And he was like, ain't that Drax? I was like, yeah. I was like, boom. There I was you like, go. he's been a wrestler. He was like, that's cool. Like, he didn't, my nephew didn't know The Rock was a wrestler. Oh, of course. That was way before was like, he, he was even thought of. Yeah, I'm like, well, you think he got that skill? <laughs> like, it's wrestling, baby. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, but it's, it's, it's dope that he's out there, you know, multiple time world champion in WWE. Uh, Batista got a win over. Had him. one of the funniest lines I've ever heard in a promo. Yeah. When he was going against John Cena, he's like, You're out here kissing babies and fat girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Batista's the only dude that quit twice on TV and came back. I quit! I quit! Yeah. <laughs> and came back and got ill spots. <laughs> Yo, got like, really ill spots. <laughs> he got WrestleManias. <laughs> Like yo, give me what I want. That's that's what Batista did, bro. Oh my god, that was that was the awkward moment in Raw when they did that whole "give me what I want." He's like, "You want? No. You want it? You want it?" <laughs> I'm like, yo. yo, but wait. Keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls, <laughs> and I'm gonna be in a gym somewhere. <laughs> wait, one more time. One more time. Keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. And I'm gonna be in a gym somewhere. I love fucking fat. Keep on. Yo, shout out to Batista, bro. Word. Shout out to Batista. He got mad one-liners. Yeah. He's definitely deserving of being in the Hall of Fame. So, guys, I go off with this on that one. Who else do you think should be added to the Hall of Fame after hearing NWO and Batista? Who else do you guys got? Honestly, I'm thinking Big Show, man. He definitely deserves it. He has a I feel like he's still a he's still on the contract as a competitor. Probably. Yeah, most likely as yeah, a talent. What's the, what's the criteria? Because like in baseball, you have to be like five years. I don't know. To be I, to be honest, I don't know the criteria because Coco Beware is in there. All so right. maybe no. no. I no no. You like, don't think like, Coco Beware deserves to be in there? You're bugging me. When you think of Hall of Fame, right? Like when you think of it in other sports, there's so many other. Like, uh, categories to, like, list them in. Like, best hitter ever, but never won a ring. Uh, just best all-around statistics. Like, you know, just like in baseball or basketball, whatever it may be. You know like, who would be ill? Coco Beware, you know? Coco Beware is Carmelo Anthony. So Carmelo <laughs> Anthony should go into the Hall of Fame when he's done. No, Coco Beware. <laughs> no. Shout out I, to him. Nah, like, I don't even think Coco Beware was that good. I think it's more... Coco Beware is... Pat Sager. Yo, Coco Beware had the Pat best. Pat Sager. <laughs> He's known for something. Yo, you feel me? Like yeah, Coco for the Beware's best drop kick off the rope and yeah. landing on his feet. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, Carmelo's an, and Carmelo Anthony is known to be untu- untouchable playing the four. Coco Beware was He's coming Coco to the Beware. ring with birds, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like that music, when his music came on, everybody was with it. Even though oh, he was going to yeah. lose. Half the Everybody time, definitely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he lost a I lot. Just, I just feel like he could at least won the Intercontinental Championship. It wasn't, a, I don't think it was about that. I think his, like, he was the opening, he was always, like, the opening match. 
it was always like starting off with Coco Beware coming to well, Coco Beware was, was get everybody was dancing, loved. everybody moving. Yeah, exactly. He was yeah, loved. That was his that was his his role. Coco Beware well. started the gimmick of like the conga line type of things, but with yeah. birds. Like he made it fun. Yo, to remember be, like, when he was in a in, in tag team with Owen Hart? Hart? Uh yeah. They were a tag team. Yeah. That was crazy. They were nice too. Yeah. They had the fucking hammer that pants and all that. Owen right there. That had the big ass parachute yeah, pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The weird straps that I, held on to the I can see that picture of them like this. Yeah. <laughs> and he has on like the top. I actually hat. put that picture over me and your me and you. <laughs> With the shades. Yeah, shout out oh, to Coco man. Oh, But man. who do you think who do you think would be next to be to get that call? I mean I don't know, you know, I don't know everybody that's in there right now, um, but I feel like, yeah, like, the Giant should definitely be in it, for sure. Okay. Like, the big show. They got to get the big show. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I think it's bro. about time. He's like, he hasn't really been active for, like, a couple of years. Okay. The Steiner Brothers. I think yes. the Steiner Brothers are in there. No? Yeah, you just took it. The Steiner Brothers. You just took it right away from me. All right, cool. They, they should be aren't they in there? there? No? Nah. No. What? Well, I don't yeah, know. Hell yeah. They're not in there. They're not in there. No. Steiner, Steiner Brothers are not Steiner in there. Steiner Brothers should definitely be in there. You know who should be in there? It's his last run as a wrestler. Justin Liger. Jushin Thunder Liger. Yeah. Yes. Jushin, yeah. I mean, he's only done... That is. He's only done a couple of... WWE like, spots. WWE spots. Especially that one takeover against Tyler Breeze. Yeah. That match was fire. And that was like, what, like three years ago? Three, four years, four ago? years ago? How about like Greg the Hammer Valentine? Is he in it? He's in it. See, yeah, I would put him, Bruce the Barber Beef. He's in it. Yeah, because WWE shows love to outside yeah, wrestlers. You gotta, put, you gotta put all those dudes in it, man. They're in there. They're in there. They're in there. It's not. It wasn't about the belts that you won. You know what I'm saying? That was just a part. Not that many people were winning belts. Bro. Yo, not that many wrestlers. To were be honest, belts. that that one like I could I could say like that one wrestler that you that you think about like oh, why is he in there? I think they need to put Doink the Clown in that bitch. Oh, he's not in there. Nah, Matt Barnes. I, yeah. The original go. Doink the Clown. You gotta put Doink the Clown. You gotta put Doink the Clown. You gotta, put Doink, Clown. Doink, you gotta put Doink the Clown, bro. Like, he was he was a dope heel and a fucking... Talented yeah. wrestler. Like, he yeah. played both that parts. Would be dope. He did his thing. That Yo, would be dope. I've always wanted somebody to bring back the Doink the Clown character. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> but in a certain, you know, edginess. But The Fiend is kind of like that. That's true. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But just in a dark way. Yeah, sure. in a darker way. Yeah. That's yeah, the edge. Shout out. Don't the clown. Next. No word. Hopefully. Let's see what happens. So um Santana and Ortiz were on damn, I can't say this guy's name right, but whatever. They were on his podcast, Chris Van Valet, I guess you could say. I don't know what the fuck. But um they were on his <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and you know, they talked about who they thought was the best tag team ever. Like hands down, they're the best ever. They said the Briscoes. Wow. I can't really, I can't really argue with them because the Briscoes are really good. They like, are. They're really, really fucking good. And they've been really good for a lot of years, man. Uh, and another thing, they were talking about how like they had this offer from WWE, but it was to start out at NXT, then go into the main roster. So when they were when they were like signing their contract, which, which one they were going to sign, they're like, should we be part of something that's already established? And it's like. You know, basically growing here, you know, as it goes, or go to something that it's new, 
like help grow something. Like that's something that really, really mm-hmm. triggered their their uh, their thinking into one signing with AEW better. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, the scheduling. Like they got to go out to wherever they at for like a day or two, maybe three days, and then they get to go back and be with their family. You know, and uh, I think it was Ortiz. Yeah, Ortiz was talking about like he has a lot of back and hip issues now at a young age. Back and hip issues and, you know, just having that, having more time to, you know. Rest his body. Rest his body is actually, you know, actually a lot better for him. Do you guys think that this is something that future independent stars wondering where to get that next big bag, where are they going to go? Are they going to go to WWE, chase that lifelong dream, or are they going to go to an upstart that can give you the same Close to the same amount what WWE is giving you with, you know, a lengthy rest. Like, what do you think? Like, do you think they're going to put that into an effect? Like, honestly, I think it's going to, right now, they have the option of AEW or WWE. Yeah. But everybody's looking at AEW more because of the leniency of it. But you could, like, we've seen it time and time again. These independent, when you're a star in the independence, yeah. you could just use that on your own terms. And a lot of them's done that. Like, right now, we've just seen... Like, Joey Janela was supposed to be the last independent star that we had that was popping, like, on the local rounds and shit like that. And look how everything is going now. Exactly. He jumped into the AEW ship and it hasn't gone bad for him since, you know? So, it's like, when you know how to use that independent circuit properly, like, you jump around Mexico, Japan, all that, London, all that, it works on your benefit. Yeah. And then you have these guys throwing contracts at you. Right now, I think that's what we need. We need to rest up on some of, of like these new signing acts. Like, let's use what they, you guys got, and then we'll, let's see a new star pop. Let's see yeah. the new roster of stars. Like, we're waiting for Marty Marty Scroll to sign somewhere. He's still yeah. in ROH. I think that's dulling him down right now. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's on like what he said was a handshake agreement. So they're just like you know basically going show to show. Mm. But with Marty Scroll, like I think it's time for him to go like to a bigger platform to show himself. Exactly. Because he he's, you know, he's bigger than what ROH is doing at the moment. He is. He he's is. bigger he is. than ROH. You know uh, yeah, what I mean? He yeah. Is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And whatever they were going to do in New Japan with him probably didn't speak to his character. Like, I feel like they, they could have done so much more with him because that type of character really does well out there in Japan. Yeah. But they didn't really do much with it, especially since the Bullet Club is like, the people he was cool with kind of died out. Yeah. You know? So I think for him, and this is not just being a WWE fan or whatever, but I just feel like for him, the best thing for him to do is go to NXT. Marty Scott? Yeah. Best thing for Marty Scott to do is go to NXT. Like, you're already, you're already like detached yourself from Nick, Matt, Kenny and all these other niggas, like just keep going that way. It's not like you, like your your, your heat died down or anything like that. Like he's actually still popular. Yo, question: Is NXT's uh, schedule different from like the main rosters? It's gonna start being different going into the next year. Okay. Like they're not gonna be part of uh, Royal Rumble weekend, mm-hmm. so you're not gonna have an NXT takeover in January. I think it's in February. Okay. But you're definitely having the NXT takeover for WrestleMania season. I mean, like, they couldn't. Nah, yeah, you exactly. That fucking WrestleMania it. season, you know what I'm exactly. saying? But, yeah, they're going to start having a little change there. And I feel like that's good because it's going to separate them from the main brand so they can have their own 
not even only month, but just their own week. Mm, you know what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah, I think Marty Skull should go to the fucking main. Straight roster. to the main roster? I do. Of WWE? Yeah. I think, like, his swag, like, his villainy is is needed. Like, and he could just come through, like, a new, like, just like how fucking MJF with the the fucking, the bunny, the fucking... Butcher and the blade? Yeah. For real. Like, he could just come through on some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, how APO came through, but he could work that mic. Like, APO? AOP? AOP. Hey, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> um, then yeah, so, like, I wouldn't even put him in NXT. I would, I would send him straight through. Send him straight through. You know okay. what would be fun, though? You know what would be fun? If you send him on a main roster, you could start... Marty Scrolls, like whole character from the beginning, his party Marty, and then change him into a villain, like make him into that corny character again, like where he's all about nah, party. I feel like they uh, should make and it. Then, people will be waiting for it. Yeah, and then when nobody, too, like, everybody's booing and shit, he just turns into the villain. Like <laughs> that's that was his process at the beginning. He was like party. He was like this villain is the, the started from party Marty. Like yeah. the people hated me after a while. He was like, you know that'll what? Be, you that'll be me? different for them to go like go back and just redo his whole shit. Yeah, that'll just give him money. Make, make him more like the penguin from Batman too. For real. Yo, his, right now. Too. Yeah. yeah, son. Like his mink coats and shit like that. Very official. I think he's the only one that pulls it off like that. With the mask, that old timey mask. Yeah, definitely. Um, last but not least, before we get into what's happening on TV, uh, Robert Rood and Epico, Primo or Epico? One of them two. They got suspended for a failed drug test. Uh, Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Primo. Primo, Primo. Now, Primo's been in PR with his dad, you know, trying to to gain some steam for his promotion out there at uh, WWC. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, for people that don't know, his father is Carlos Colon. You know, part of that whole Bruiser Brody shit that happened out there. Mm. Um... I mean, they're making good good bread out there from what I've seen from what I was looking at, at their stuff in Puerto Rico. Maybe he's taking stuff out there that he's not supposed to take. Maybe he's just, you know, did they un poquito say de la cocaína. Who knows? Yeah, they didn't, they didn't say what it was. They didn't say what it was. But then I'm like, Bobby Roode. I'm and like, it's 30 days? 30 days because it was their first offense. See, it can't, it can't be nothing that crazy. Yeah. Like if they were smoking. No, they said it's their first. For their wellness policy, first offense is 30 days. No matter what it is. No matter what it is, 30 Bud, days. It could have been shooting up black tar heroin. No, but, but they would get like a fine too. They would get a fine that's plus suspension. Right. It's like a, like from what Enzo said, it was like a quarter million dollar fine. You know, not that nah. much. It was like 25000 Sorry, 25000 Even that's a lot, but that's nasty. A quarter yeah. million? 25000 Sorry, $25,000 fine. Yo, you seen that the MLB, they, they lifted their marijuana ban. Yeah. Sports so did the NBA. Was it the NBA no. or the NFL? No, NFL definitely, definitely not. not. Definitely not. But MLB. Only the MLB. Was it the MLB, MLB only? Yeah. Because this one was like two That's different organizations. All right. Yeah. Maybe it was the XFL. Yeah. <laughs> February. He's like, February. You know what? You but, guys um, smoke. I mean, with Primo, like, nobody, nobody's seen him on TV in about a year and a half. Exactly. If When you heard about him, he had like dope-ass Jericho podcast episodes. That's about it. Uh... Robert Roode, I mean, I guess, because, you know, he was in that whole storyline with Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns as, you know, one of the gestures of Baron Corbin. Yeah. 
But I think they'll be fine. 30, 30 days, maybe they could just do something different with uh, Robert Roode. You know? Oh, and then shout out to Xavier Woods over here donating $400,000 to the Jimmy Fund Foundation, the Jimmy V Fund. Wow. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's on, you know, on the behest of the WWE. Oh, that's fine. So, you know, shout out to them for that, you know. You know, that makes sense that. on why uh, Ziggler ended up, like, joining sides with, like, Corbin and shit. I mean, it was just, like, it was it, it, looks, it just, it just kind of gelled in together after the weeks. Yeah. You know, so they just. But damn, that tag team of Rude and Ziggler was pretty dope. No, yeah, I think it was, it was really dope. dope. They, actually, they actually work well together. They yeah, work well together. Real. Unfortunate. So, guys, real quick. What do you think? What do you think about this whole Jake Hager tweet? Like what he tweeted Time Magazine. Well, what is your thoughts on that? What did he tweet on Time? Uh, well, Time put up a post on Twitter showing their person of the year, like you know, their individual of the year, Who and was? it happened to be uh, Greta Thunberg. That little girl, right? The little yeah. girl talking about. Um, what was she talking about? This again? is my planet. <laughs> yeah, she was talking about like pollution and all that yeah. shit. So the we he wrote. Watching. He deleted the tweet. He deleted the tweet. I got it over here because I screenshotted it. Ah, bomb. <laughs> he wrote, "Do do you know what a joke you have become, or probably have always been? Good luck." All right. This plays into a lot of different things. I feel like. Because, you know, when niggas, when niggas grow up, niggas already got like, you know, 30, 40 years in them. They feel like they know everything. Mm-hmm. And it, this is something that goes, on, goes along through time. Like, people that are older than these, you know, teenagers, uh, 20, 20-somethings going around preaching some shit. Like, we feel like we know more than them and they're just, you know, just talking shit. Mm-hmm. That, that's how I feel that this, this went out. And then he's known as an avid Trump supporter. Mm. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? He looks like a Trump and supporter. Yeah, it like what, like what kind of thrill or even pleasure, even at the littlest form, are you getting by tweeting this towards a 16-year-old girl who's of special needs? Like, she has Asperger's. Does she? She's selective mutism and OCD. But for her to have selective mutism, <clears throat> this right here is actually helping her with that deficiency that she has. Being able to speak to certain people and being able to speak and clearly about how she feels about certain things. So if she comes off strongly about certain things where it feels like she's preaching to somebody. It's, yo, dude, I, I work with kids that have Asperger's and, you know, autism and all that shit. And the way they speak, like, they, they're, not, they're not really... In mind of like how they're saying it, you know what I'm saying, like. Bro, you saw what she wrote uh, after Trump tweeted her, like, "Hey, you should go." Trump was like, "You should go to the movies with some friends." So she put that on her profile, like, "I'm out here at the movies with some friends." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yo. But it's like, like, what, what do you get out of that, bro? She's over here trying to trying to help make shit better, yeah. and then you're you're basically calling her propaganda. These are dudes that. Come on, man. They're picking on a little girl. Yeah. And then from what, are, I've, from what I've heard, you know... grown-ass bitches. That's what they are. I heard that, like, <laughs> the AEW brass, and I'm not talking Cody, 
Cody, the Bucks, Kenny, like, you know, the, the, the faces of the VPs, you know, the people that have money behind this shit, mm-hmm. had a nice little conversation with him. Right after that shit, right after that shit was sent because they said that Twitter exploded about it. And they were just getting mad heat off of it. And it's like, yo, you're doing this after, before we're going to announce our next big pay-per-view event. And it's in fucking Chicago again. But that's another story. But, um... You really like Chicago, don't they? No. What the fuck? Anyways. Yeah, I feel like the past three weeks, every show it just it, It's not a good look. It's not a good look. And I feel like he shouldn't have gone so hard at a fucking little teenage girl, bro. Like, like if, if you feel opposite to what she's doing, then fucking say something, bro. And I'm saying, all right, she's the person of the year. You know why? Maybe because she, she had the balls to say something that a lot of people wanted to say. Yeah. Like, why go after her? That's my thing. Like, why? Because she's got the face of the future right now. I mean, honestly, bro. I don't know what the fuck everybody's so uptight about, to be honest. Like, he said what he said. It's not a fucking, we shouldn't be all up in arms because the dick, obviously, he's a dickhead. He's fucking, he's a Trump supporter. He's not even wrestling right now. He's a fucking bodyguard, basically, in the yeah. background. Yeah, he's nasty. I'm not I'm not paying attention to nothing this dude is saying, bro. I'm not paying attention to nothing this dude is doing. Bro. I just feel like that it wasn't merited, like what he nah, said. Yeah, it was it was it was corny. It was fucking, you know, unnecessary. But it's funny because he was just yeah he was know just what? trying to be funny. He was just like yeah, like he's a bad guy on screen and in the business, like he's a heel. But like. There's two different types of heat you get. Like you get the heat that you want that'll lead you into the direction that you need. Yeah. And then there's this type of heat where it's just like, yo, you know, you, didn't need you just rub the people the wrong way. And right now everybody's PC sensitive right now. So it's just like you did it at terrible timing, bro. Like this was terrible to the wrong person. Could have done it to somebody else. There's a little girl, like you're targeting your 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 insults at a little girl, bro. What's what does that do for you? Yeah, like I, I want to see. Can, I hope they don't cancel him over this. <laughs> but I just want to see, like, to be honest, I want to see what one of my students, like, who I know is like a big wrestling fan, I want to see what his thoughts is on this because he's like he's so big with the wrestling, like he goes on YouTube to hear people's rants about shit and like updates about some stuff. He reads articles about what's going on, so this was definitely everywhere. But he didn't reference her being. You know that way. No, but he he said he just called so her a joke. He called her a joke, my nigga. Did he call her a joke or he, he called, called John Max her? Joke? No, her a joke. Nah, yeah, he called her a joke. But Say, do you know what a what a joke you have become? That's crazy. Or probably have always been. Good luck. <laughs> always. Come been. on, like, my nigga. Like so really? Wait, what is that doing for you, that's Jack? Those Hager. heel vibes, man. Come on. Yeah, I think he was trying to get that heat, and it wasn't the right type of heat. That's what it was. But, man, man it, that's just, it was just poor, bro. It was just poor. Poor words to the, to the wrong person. Well, what's next on the docket? Jack, here you are. He's going to fight Luchasaurus? He should. 
Let's just start to hit him with a, a yeah. right hook from 65 million years know, ago. Do you know why he's at wrestling uh, right now? Huh? Do you know why? Jack I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. Like, I, I, I find it strange. I, I know when he came in, he wasn't supposed to wrestle before a fight that he had. I don't know if he already had the fight or is it still coming. So, like, seeing him in the... Like, he gets into action, but it's never like a, a, a match. He just pops up and attacks somebody that's, you know, going against Jericho. Well, you see that he's beefing with Red Dust now. Red so. Dust. <laughs> Red Dust. Yeah, Dusty yeah. Rose. That's right. Red Star Dust. Yo, boy. Nasty Dust. I didn't even <laughs> think of that. I'm like, what's going on with Dusty? <laughs> Nasty Dust. Or Dustin. Oh, uh, this Rojo. Blah, 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 blah. Shout, <laughs> shout out to the sponsor. All right, man. Damn, we're 40 minutes in already. We're just talking news. Jesus, Lord. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, Seth Rollins finally healed, baby. He's finally healed. I was feeling it. I was feeling it. I like that he's he's a part of... Uh, AOP? AOP, like... He's Not the APO? With them. It's giving me shield vibes. It's like Shield 2.0. It better not be. It better not be. Indian connection. Yeah, yeah. I feel what what you guys are saying. It's like Tango Cash and Rollins. I hope it's not, though. (laughs) Tango Tango Cash Cash and Rollins. Tango Cash and Rollins. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Oh, shit. I'm feeling it, but... I like the attack that they did. I'm getting also these vibes, like, because Rollins is on his... You know, what else can I do? What more can I do shit? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, he's talking directly to the fans, like, that they turned their back on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, that he fucking put his heart on the line, put his body on the line every fucking night, mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. into the ring. And they basically turned on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he's like, what more can I do? You know what I'm saying? So Like, what more like, you want from it. me? He's like, fuck it. I'm going to just, whatever... What you guys are talking about, the shit that you putting on me, I'm just do it. So fuck it. I wasn't a part of it. I wasn't, you know, I had no sides with, with what was going on. But since y'all saying I'm a part of it, boom, I'm going to put myself a part of it. And That's I was it. feeling that. And I, I kind of got like these like Owen Hart vibes or Brad Hart vibes. Like I, I got, yeah, I got a little bit because like a lot of people are, are comparing him to like Brad Hart's 97 run where he where he went heel and full Canadian and all that mm. shit. And I didn't get that at first, but I feel like with the, with, you know, with the addition of AOP to this and the way he was talking to the fans, like, yo, like y'all niggas really hate me. Like I'm the workhorse of this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you kidding me? I'm I'm the one always out here for you guys. And this is what you're going to give me. This is the love. This is the respect you're giving me. And you know what? And that right there, that that moment that right there, so then cool. I was like, wow, this that, this sounds like Brett. Yeah. That, yeah. You know? it, it came at a perfect time. Like, after Survivor Series, he blamed yeah. everybody else for their losses. Yeah. Like, it was just like... He, he, he didn't blame Becky. Yeah, he ain't blame, he ain't blame wifey. Uh, he he blamed the fan. He ain't blame the fans. He just blamed the roster, and the fans had to witness that. And they were like, "Oh, but why?" Like, so first he's, is, first he's blaming blaming the wrestlers. Yeah. Now he's blaming the fans. Mm-hmm. So now he's just like, "Fuck it." He should, I, and I hope he really goes into full heel mode, like. Like old school really, sap shit. Yeah, sure. that's what I really want to see. Goes hard with this shit. Yeah, and AOP is a great addition because he's they've been clowning everybody like this is a roster you got got and their own language. Yeah, they, 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 they're, they're just they're like, talking yo, about that the roster is weak. Yeah, we're here to 
strengthen the roster. The Albanian Indian connection, man. Shout out to the new Shield. <laughs> um, Shield Olympics. Another thing that uh, I seen in, in at Raw, the Viking Raiders, they had an open challenge, and the, the Street Profit answered the challenge. Mm-hmm. It's a good match. It was a good match. I like the fact that the Street Profits weren't dropped out. Like they they were made to look like an actual threat. Like at least the first what five, maybe three to five minutes of that match, they they had all the offense, and the Vi- the, the Viking Raiders had to like really regroup and get themselves together and all that shit. To be honest, the match was in no more than what nine minutes, probably. <laughs> but it was still like action packed, like back and forth. It was it was really good, and I feel like right now the Street Profits are really getting themselves into a a role where they're starting to look. You know, threat. You know, like like a threat. Yeah, they're not being the, just hosts. Exactly for yeah. the WWE Raw uh, Tag Team Championships. Talking about hosts, that that skit they did where it was like a, a rip off of SNL was pretty funny. Yeah, it was pretty. It funny. had its moments. Yeah, it had its moments. I feel like they could have done without the the fake laughing, but it, it had its good spots right there. Like definitely. You know. it, I'm gonna go back to AOP real quick. I think what they should do with them real like is the APA type of thing. Like, where they get paid to be a higher gun type of tag team. Yeah, them motherfuckers got to learn English first, bro. Yeah. Unless, like, Seth Rollins is, like, their bookie and shit. (laughs) He's a manager that's running the show. But (laughs) I I like the work that they gave Kevin Owens, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And honestly... I I think Kevin Owens should be laid out until Royal Rumble. I think that he should never do the stunner again. Hmm. Like, I think Kevin Owens should literally, if he's going to do the stunner, he needs to really make it his. He needs to name it. He needs to maybe add a little variation to it. He needs to probably do something else with it because what he's doing right now is identical to what Austin is doing. Bro, he is literally doing Stone Cold's whole formula, calling it the stunner. He's walking around with a t-shirt that says stun Owens stun. Like, he's not even trying to make it his. Yeah. He's literally like carrying this fucking torch like it's fucking necessary, bro. And honestly, like, so I was watching Raw and I saw he gave the stunner to, um, I forgot who he gave the stunner to. That's how trash it was. But the moment he gave him the stunner, he kicked him in the stomach and the, and the announcer was like, stunner! Just like it was, just, just like it was for Stone Cold. Like literally the same exact setup. You could have put an Owen, uh, a Stone Cold doing the stunner backdrop with the announcer and use it with Kevin, what Kevin Owens did on Monday, and it was the exact same shit. Like, literally the same setup, everything. So it got me thinking, like, because I hate Kevin Owens doing the stunner so much, <laughs> that it's, it's not just that I hate him doing it, right? Because if you look at the cutter, right? The yeah, cutter, diamond cutter. Right, but not even diamond cutter. It started with Johnny Ace was the first one to do the cutter. Yeah, back in like the eighties, nineties, whatever. And then, like since then, you had different variations of the cutter. Everybody adding their own flavor to it, renaming it, making it theirs, making it a real finisher. Yeah, from from fucking Diamond Dallas Page doing the diamond cutter, um, Orton doing the RKO. You had Mark Merrill. His TKO was the was the fireman's carry. Yeah, yeah. The going, Hardys going was doing the, the twist of fate. Yeah, it's literally all the same move, but they're making it theirs. Tommy Dreamer doing the Tommy Hawk, 
It was the crucifix cutter. Yeah. Literally, it was a fucking cutter. So it's like you they took it and they ran with it and they made, they made it, it theirs their own. and they made it a real finisher. Why you got fucking Kevin Owens doing the Stone Cold running stunner. around doing the Stone Cold Stunner, calling yeah. it the Stunner. It's nasty. Like, get the fuck out of here already, bro. Like, honestly, like, he looks so corny to me. I know you guys could defend him, but he looks so fucking corny to me. Hold on. Shout out to... Defend it. Shout out to Tom Tonga <laughs> for doing the stun the gun. The gun stun. The gun stun. That's another one. And shout out to Mikey Whipwreck for doing the whippersnapper, yeah. exactly. which was a stunner is- on the left-hand side. Yeah, like, uh, those so are my favorite ones. Yeah, little flexes, but I see what you but mean. You see Kevin, what I'm saying? Yeah, Kevin Owens does the same exact moveset. Like it's just like pretty, yeah. pretty whack. Like the whole kicking the stomach, grabbing the head. It's like dogs making about, yours. How about um, Cena doing a stunner off the rope? Remember when he was doing the, that for a while? Cena adding did it off the rope. Yeah, adding like, onto it, and making it something that wasn't yeah. even his finisher. Nah, and it was off the fucking off the rope. rope, like for real. But here you got Kevin Owens hitting a nigga in the stomach and doing the stunner, and it's not even a good stunner, bro. I can't. Like even... if he was hitting them, it would like, I would be like, all right, that's what's up. But he just looks corny doing it, bro. Yeah, I feel like what he Defend should do it. is do like a super a super kick to the stomach and stunner. Like he doesn't do, do a, something different. Yeah, like okay. a quick super kick, like how Seth Rollins sets up for the for the <laughs> curb song. But like the dude just well, call it call it the KO, you know. Call it something. Don't call it the stunner. Don't yeah. walk around with a fucking T-shirt that says "Stun on Stun." Honestly, I can't defend him because since he's been doing it, I'm like, nah, come on, man. Like it doesn't look right. It I, doesn't I, look right. With we've him. said it. You should go back to the pop of power bomb. And then when you know Wood said this earlier before we started recording, I was like, dang, why don't he just put both of the moves together? Throw pop the nigga the and then stun them. You know, like. Mm. That's that's different. See, that's different. Yeah. Yo, email Kevin Owens. Then it could be stun Owens stun, you know? like Exactly. But right now... You could call it the fat drop. I don't know. Shout out to the fat niggas. Looking like Stone Cold's fat brother. (laughs) Looking like Stone Cold's fat brother, fucking Johnny Austin. You know who did a good (laughs) stun? Johnny Austin. (laughs) Looking like little Johnny Austin doing the fucking stunner in the ring. Be like big brother. Uh, you you like, know who I saw do a good stunner when uh, Becky Lynch was being interviewed by Stone Cold at the end of their segment. Yeah, on his like TV show, his reality show, or whatever the hell that was. They had like a quick like session in the ring, and then and, he, and then yeah, she does Becky, a stunner, yeah, Becky and stunned. it looked ill. I was like, yo, she could work as with Sun with or the maybe, stunner, or maybe Austin just sold it that that good. And that too, that too. He still so had leave it, it alone. Leave it's it like alone. it's like in, it's like in sports, like. When a great player, their number, you don't wear that number. Because it's like, yo, you can't fill those shoes, so get yeah. another number. Exactly. Get another fucking move, Kevin Owens. Pop-up stunner. Pop-up stunner. Think about That's it, Pop-up stunner. Think about it, I like Papo. the name of that. I like the name of that one. Um, Well, we're having a WWE pay-per-view event. Oh, this yeah. Sunday, TLC and Jesus, this is T- TLC. Well, I, we're not gonna really go through the card. I just wanted to point this out really quickly. It has no main title match. There's no Universal title match. There's no WWE title match. The match between Bray Wyatt, yes, Bray Wyatt, not the Fiend, Bray Wyatt versus the Miz is gonna is gonna be a non-title match. Why? So, so I, I understand on, wait, it. Wait, wait. So you don't. So you don't have Brock there. 
who's your fucking champion. Yeah. And then you don't have the Universal Championship on the line. But it was, it's been said for like a week or so now that Brock Lesnar wasn't going to be on TV or anything until January. Yeah, we, we knew that like three weeks ago, actually. Yeah. But you know yeah. what? Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here. In the, in the words so of... So Raw doesn't have the, a champion at all In the right words now. of Ben. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck out of here. here. <laughs> Fuck out of here. See how nasty that sounds? Oh. <laughs> Son, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, man, that that's just that's just something that uh, yeah, bro. Yeah, it's pretty. You even got yo, dude. The only main, honestly, I like. No, there's wait, Wyatt. hold on. Is it? I don't think there's any type of singles title match up for grabs. Why would there be? On a on a fucking pay per view called Tables, Ladders, and Chairs. Oh my! It's all gimmicks. Ah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like, why would there be fucking belts on the Wow. Tables, ladders, chairs. Oh, my. So, let's go uh, into Wednesday real quick, fellas. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, I'd like to start off with giving, giving props to not only Leo Rush. Shout out to Leo Rush. But Angel Garza. Angel Garza has been putting on phenomenal matches for months now. And this whole little storyline between him and Leo Rush has been really dope. Really fucking dope. Even towards the point like where it got like a little a little edgy, you could say, where he took off his, his pants like to get into his ring gear in front of his wife and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like on some real, you know, Latino heel shit. He does that. He be wrestling in pants and then switches and then, up the tearaways. He takes them off with the tearaways. I knew I wasn't bugging when I watched him wrestle. I'm like, yo, I just turned away one second. You had white pants on. Yeah, like, what happened? <laughs> real, real quick before you get into it. We put up a, a, a post on Instagram basically asking everybody, what are you starting with? Are you starting with NXT or are you starting with Dynamite on Wednesday? Like, which at 8 o'clock, boom, 8 o'clock comes on. Wait, wait, what's on uh, TV? Like I told you, bro. No, no, no. Just, bro, 8 o'clock no, comes on. No, because it, it matters what, what, what they're can, starting off with. All right, so what is, only what you start, start with one. All right, so this past Wednesday, this past 8 Wednesday. o'clock. Which started off with NXT. I started off with NXT. I started off with AEW. No, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I started with AEW. I, I, this week, I wanted to alternate. So I was like, you know what? Let me see how they open up. And you know what? I saw that there was uh, that Cruiserweight yeah. to start. But then I saw Moxley was starting. Mm-hmm. With a jobber. It doesn't matter. It was Moxley. For me. Yeah. So I left it on AEW. And I'm glad I did because that that exchange with him and Jericho was fire. No, it was dope. Of course. That shit was fire. Nigga, you was watching AEW. I mean, you was watching NXT. Doesn't mean I didn't know what happened with like, that shit because both of them were getting DVR'd, my nigga, regardless. <laughs> regardless of the fact. Just to make sure that I'm not missing anything. Yeah. But to be honest, dude, yo, did... This match with Angel Garza, like, yo, dude, he can't even become heel if he wanted to, my nigga. He is so over with the fucking crowd. So, what I like for him to just, like, I don't know if it was just to build off of, like, you know, how over he is with that crowd, but he did some fly shit, bro. Got engaged in the middle of the ring after winning the championship, bro. You did some that? fly shit, yeah. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I missed that. I was watching fucking Jericho... And Moxley go back and forth. Well, really, Jericho just talking. Moxley yeah. didn't say much. He ain't say much. Jericho did everything within that promo. That was dope. Moxley got Jericho was, 
Yo, yeah, yeah, with um, Lance Archer in New Japan for Wrestle Kingdom 14. It's Which is be like dope. two days. Yo, Jericho Dude, was literally telling Moxley, like, my nigga, you are who you are because of me. Yeah. I gave you the advice. Exactly. I gave you exactly. that. Heart. Yo, dude, he was he was all about himself and also praising Moxley at the same exact time. Jericho knows how he to do it. He didn't sound like he was praising Moxley. Dude, talking he about sound like he was kind of praising him, but at the same time he was talking like, shit. My nigga, I just soy tu papa. Yeah, but that, that that's what I'm saying. He was doing both at the same time, yeah. and then. What I loved of what he did was he used a phrase that Moxley always uses, paradigm shift. He's like, yo, you're over here to fuck up not only the business, but you don't give a fuck about what all the higher-ups are saying. He's like, that's us. You know, you could come with me, and that could be the real paradigm shift. That's Stone Cold John Moxley right there, boy. That's the new Stone Cold. Watch. Yo, listen, man. That's why they were trying to push him in WWE until they started doing the flu shots. Yeah, and it's like, what the fuck was, are you doing with flu retarded. shots? <laughs> but I just thought it was it was really brilliant for him to use that type of like language with him. And and then yo, Moxley had nothing to say. He actually looked intrigued by what Jericho was saying. Yeah. You know? So shout out to that was a great promo to start out. I mean, you know, I guess like the the jobber match, it, it was what it was. But I thought it was a really, really fucking good promo to start off with. It was. No, it really was. But another thing that's really like get, getting my attention on AEW right now is how bad of a record Sammy Gavada got. <laughs> like everybody, everybody in the inner circle is winning their matches and you know looking good, even in, even in the loss. Sammy Guevara, he's like eating pins in tag matches, eating pins in triple threat matches, eating pins in his own singles matches. Like, he's not getting no burn right now. Spanish God. Yeah. Do you think do you think that kind of like looking like the Spanish job? <laughs> <laughs> do you think that's like, you know, kind of fucking his shit up or Bro, at the end of the day, just play your position. He's looking good out there. He's still selling it. He's still out there. Hasn't made no fucking Twitter, no tweets talking about how he hates AEW and he's trying to fucking go somewhere else. Just keep doing your thing, bro. Just keep doing your thing. His time will come. His time will come. He's young. His time will come, bro. Right now you got Ortiz, Santana Ortiz winning. You got Jericho winning. You got to have one of them lose. Yeah, he's on a good team. Even though he's losing... He's still winning because yeah. he's a part of the inner circle. Yeah. As corny as that sounds, but... It's true, though. It's just facts. He yeah. just got given that name Spanish guy by Jericho on television. Which is fire. Which was, like, off the cuff. <laughs> like, freestyle, for sure. Yeah, freestyle. Freestyle, freestyle for, sure. and for your team style, bitch. Another touch of Jericho, national treasure of wrestling for you. So, yeah, he can keep, keep losing, but he... In, in actuality, right now he's winning. He's sure. winning. He is. Same th- same thing with fucking Santana Ortiz. Mm-hmm. They keep fucking losing to the Young Bucks, no matter what. They had one good match with the Young Bucks where they won as well. The last pay per view event they had. Okay. Right. Yeah, they beat the Young Bucks. They, I, I'm not feeling that the fact that they're losing. To I, the I I just didn't like they lost in a match where they're considered like that's like their four foray, like their forte. Like a street match. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Yo, but that like, wasn't even really a street match. Nah, nah, it was looking kind of corny in there. It was doing some little corny things going bro, on. Bro, like, It was like that. real comical at one point. You know, it wasn't like that Texas street fight 
when somebody gets bloody, like, did anybody yeah. bleed? No. no. No, I didn't think so. But then my thing is this. It's like, like you just said, it wasn't like, it was comical. That A lot of what AEW doing right now is... It's comical. It's, some of it's to make you really laugh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, they shouldn't have called it a Texas Street Fight because when I think of Texas Street Fight, I'm thinking I think of, of like Dust, Terry Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. yeah, Dusty Rhodes, Terry Funk. Like I'm thinking of like some blood. fucking blood, some, some real legends, chair shots in bleeding, the head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not thinking of like somebody running around with a fucking garbage can over their head. Yo, McFly, <laughs> remember that uh, concrete jungle match that Ortiz and. Uh, Oh, impact. Yo, bro, they they bared out the ring. They took all the mat, wood the padding, mm. just the wood panels, bro. And they had the mat. That dude, did somebody fight. bleed? Yeah. I figured somebody Yo, would. Yo, dude, this nigga fucking uh, Santana took a superplex or two the wood panels, bro. Word, bro. Oh, it's fire. It was a little reckless. I was like, yo, you got to break their ankle or something. But shout out to them, bro. Definitely top five right now. Definitely. Definitely, definitely top five. Definitely, man. Shit, man. Damn, imagine them niggas in fucking NXT, bro. Who? Who Santana Ortiz? I like nah, them where they are nah, now. I like them where they are right now. Yeah, nah, I like them where they are right now. I'm just thinking about the matches they could have with like people like Undisputed Era. You, you know, know what I'm saying? No, yeah, I feel or, like sure. matches with like Riddle and fucking and Keith Lee and shit. I don't know. I, would... I feel like they're like tough New York grit persona. Yeah, yeah. plays well better in AEW than it would in NXT. Same here. Like, cause they would have to be. They would definitely have to like tone it down a bit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They couldn't like how they came out in that promo. Even though they just lost, they're like. Y'all niggas can't beat us. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> even though y'all just lost. <laughs> and then they did it again. They like they cut two promos the same way of them like just smashing shit because yeah. they just lost. Yeah. And like, yo, next time, y'all niggas not beating us. <laughs> and then they lost again. And then they came out like, yo, young boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yo, they should just be called a Bucks, bro. The receding headlines. When they yeah, get, for real. Receding headlines. See, in a Texas street fight, I thought somebody was going to get their head sheathed. <laughs> I thought it was going to get real nasty, but, you know, it was bro, comical. Speaking of head shaved, we need to start seeing some real hair versus hair matches, beard versus beard. Everybody's starting to really look the same. For real. I'm like, yo, too many dark hair, blonde. Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre, hair versus beard. hair. Yo, for real. They should have like, had a Sin Cara versus Rey Mysterio match versus mask, mask before fucking they gave Sin Cara his fucking... And you see it's Unico the whole time. <laughs> that was <laughs> dope. That would have been a twist. <laughs> exactly. That, that would have been, been a twist. Yo, imagine... There was a Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre hair versus hair match. Drew McIntyre loses. Doesn't he look like that that brolic green dude from fucking uh, what's that shit called? With fucking damn, what's that fucking Japanese anime bullshit? Piccolo. Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. There we go. Look like Piccolo. That's his name. The the, the green dude, right? Yeah. Brolic green guy that's all bald. Yeah. Looks he like got Drew the, McIntyre. Like it's Drew McIntyre right there. That's Drew like McIntyre. Right That's there. hilarious. That's Drew McIntyre. You know what? I was thinking of uh, the guy from Split. Ah, oh, yes. He he'll look like him. He probably would, yeah. But like sure. the monster version, right? But just with no. Then he has like no facial, no nothing. Yeah. He's just like just mad baby skin, right there. Just math, math flesh. Speaking of Drew McIntyre, like. He went in on fucking Jeff Hardy. Yo, words. The uh, return of uh, Jeff Matt Hardy. Hardy? I mean, yeah, the Matt return Hardy. of Matt, Matt Hardy. Hardy. Yeah. 
He went in on them. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He's like, so you could go back to your stupid baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna fuck you up so you could go back to your stupid baby. Yo. Shout out to Mahardy for having that. Yeah, Mahardy's just probably like, yeah, actually, that's exactly <laughs> the whole game. <laughs> and my baby's not stupid. <laughs> Yo. Yo, dude, doesn't um all right. We talked about them, the blade and the butcher, mm-hmm. right? And the bunny. Do, doesn't mm-hmm. the butcher look like Teddy Roosevelt? <laughs> With his little glass, his little eyeglass. <laughs> With his his moniker. Yeah, yeah there we moniker. go. That's what it's called. A little eyeglass right there. He looks like Teddy Roosevelt, like, bro. Hmm, come on, come, 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 come. <laughs> chop, chop, chop. <laughs> I feel like that's how he's supposed to talk. So who said, he so was who like, thump, thump, thump. Who do you feel had the better show this week? AEW or NXT? Oh, man. Oh, yo. I'm oh, sorry. To me, a, uh, NXT. NXT, NXT really? had the better Again? show. Yeah. NXT uh, had the better. You show, know what? Man. I give, I give it to NXT. We didn't even talk about the triple threat match. I know, that Finn and that, won, and that's what I was about to bring up. And that shit finished like ten minutes after ten. You know what I'm saying? All the time. And I was feeling that. That's, you know yeah. I think that's what gives it the edge, man. For they real. Give it that extra time. AEW's yeah, finish AW, was AEW to me. AEW is doing the the WCW finishes. I'm sorry, we're out of time. We'll get back to you next week. Yo, you want know to? Vince is like, I got it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I've heard the ring announcer before the main event matches like, this is a time limit of such and such, yeah. or when the show they're going ends. Back, they're going back I'm to like, that, that, old school, school. that old school I era. Hate that. Like I a hate 15 that. minute time limit. I, I'm cool with the time limit thing because it's like, all right, that happens. You know, we've seen matches where it's just like time, but it's like mad dramatic. So it gives the people wanting more. But then when you got to end the match because the show's done, like you're going off air. That's yeah. kind of weak. You should just let it rock out until, for the fans at least, and then show it on YouTube or something, or next week. Hey, yeah. this is what went That's down, true. you know? Since they got those fucking dark matches, they might as well do that shit. Yeah, bro. Like, Yo, but don't you remember, like, back in the days of Raw, when it would go past 10, and you would just, like, and you no. would think that's going to cut off like Jim Martin. And then they just like, kept on going. Yes. Go. And they just kept going. You're just like, like, yes, yes, yes. like yeah. Yo, so, and it's like 10, 15. And it's like, yo, what, another half? And it cuts. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go like, we we'll go, like, we'll go like seven minutes into the commission. Yo, for real. Remember the commission? Oh, my God. The commission will actually play stockings. Yo, shout out to Red Shoes Diary, man. That was like the first softcore porn I ever saw. Red um, Shoes Diary. Wow. That's on my 11, 11 o'clock showtime hour. That's yeah, the nigga said Red Shoes Diary. Let's just start off the Skin and Max moments. I don't know why I brought that up. Big shout out to them. Big shout out to you. Oh, shit. So, we got, like I said earlier today, Earlier within the pod, you got the 2019 TLC pay-per-view event coming. These are the matches that will be there. We got the WWE Women's Championship TLC match between the Kabuki Warriors and Becky Lynch, Sasha, and, oh, Sasha, what the fuck? Wait. And Charlotte Flair. Kabuki Warriors versus Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Is this for the tag match? Yeah, it is for the tag team championship. Really? Yeah. All right. So, <clears throat> in a TLC match. Good. 
Good. I, 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 like, that. I, I like that. I normally take my smoke breaks during the women's match matches. Not this one, bro. Nah, this one's Asuka always. My girl was asking why is, why does Asuka and this other chick, what's her name? Um Oh, Kyrie Singh? Kyrie Singh, why are they always speaking in Japanese? Why not have a translator? Very like, heelish. Yeah, I'm like, that's the best type of bad guy where you just speak in your own language and shit on everything. International vibes. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, if you get a translator, it kind of feels uh, like appropriate. Feels like, me. It's like, yeah, it's like, wait, is this kind of like comedy? It feels like this guy's trying to like shit on them. <laughs> yo, real quick, before you get off that and before you go to the next match, yo. Have they ever had like a mute, non-verbal wrestler that couldn't speak and was like hitting them with the sign language? Mm, no, that's a good we haven't had a sign language wrestler. That'd you know, different. And that could have worked. I wonder if that's out there. Bro, bro, when Jericho Somebody's oh, just killing it right now. Like, this, nigga, this nigga just got a fucking an idea, and a thought right now. Yeah. He's all with it. <laughs> I like that. I He's like potting. That was potting. Thank you, bro. Thank you. We need guys. a mute wrestler. I am really potting right now. I want my potting shit. Right now. We need we need a wrestler that's speaking straight American sign language. And we're finding yeah. way translating yeah. sometimes. Her. We need an ASL. Yeah. Jewel. You know what this means? Yeah. Throw a little. Throw a little. Quick little. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. You see us? You see it? It's fucking yeah. god. Oh, um, they also got another TLC match. Hold on. Hold Jer- on. Remember right. Jericho did that real quick, though? He came out We're not talking, but held the mic, and the, cr- the crowd would cheer, and he's just, like, holding, like, about to cry. He's about to cry, or, like, he's about to say something, and then he walks off. Like, oh, like, wow. Like, he always answered yeah, the crowd, yeah, and he's doing yeah, that for yeah, weeks. Yeah. Weeks, for weeks, weeks, bro. Weeks. That's fire. That was fire. Shout out to Jericho, man. Wrestler of the year? Wrestler is a decade, bro. Jericho has my wrestler of the year votes. You had an interesting wrestler of the year vote. Adam Cole. Mm. Best Adam bout Cole, machine definitely. of 2019, kid. Definitely yeah, see Nobody's Adam gonna Cole tell that. me different. But before we get into that talk, that's gonna happen towards the end of the year. We're gonna have a nice end of the year episode for everybody there. But we also got another TLC match between Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin. We got Bray Wyatt versus The Miz, Alistair Black versus Buddy Murphy, which I think will steal the show once it goes down. We have a tables match between Rusev and Bobby Lashley. Nice. Okay, that's good. SmackDown Tag Team Championship match, New Day versus The Revival. Yo, real quick. And, hold on, and we have a Raw Tag Team Championship match. It's going to be the Viking Raiders putting out an open challenge once again. So, real quick, I just want to give Lana her flowers because, honestly, she is a horrible actress. Yeah. Half yeah. the time, she don't even know what the fuck to the, say. Yo, the Miz's she daughter is, did better. She's missing her lines left and right. You could just tell. But, but, the reaction that fucking Lana, Rusev, and fucking Bobby Lashley are getting. Mm-hmm. Bro, you gotta you gotta show love to that, bro. Nah, yeah. You got because honestly, like we was looking at it like a cuckold, but we were still talking about it. <laughs> like we weren't spending much time on it, but we were still talking about it. I was just reading that Lana has been getting death threats about this shit. Yeah. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like people are really taking this shit serious. Like that is what you want. You know what I'm saying? Like That's that is literally 
this is going back to when you thought wrestling was real type shit. Some people are actually like, yo, Fine, this is it. fucking crazy. Like, Lana's fucking, she is fucking going too far with this. Like, but dating see, a black man. Ah. Yeah. But see, this is, this is, this is my whole argument about Mama like, Russia. Whatever. This, this is my whole argument about like, black the top heel. The top heel in pro wrestling right now. Everybody's going to say he's MJF, but people are loving to hate him. Like they're cheering him while they while they boo him. Yeah, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? To me, Baron Corbin is probably the best heel in wrestling. Yeah, he gets the death threats. He gets to go. Not fuck more than Lana up. right now. Lana's the fucking biggest fucking heel. In yeah, wrestling because she's right looking now. like a puta in the streets, my nigga. Rusev, you only want to fuck me everywhere. You want to fuck me in the bathroom. You want to <laughs> fuck me in the ring. Sorry. You, you want to fuck me in the jets. Before You're sick. <laughs> I can't believe she actually said all of that. Like, like she keeps, yo, every Monday she says sex at least 17 times. <laughs> yeah, she does. Like, that's yo, a whole segment. A she's sex going segment. in, bro. She's going in. And and it's official. They're divorced. Yeah. Right? Because Rusev signed. Yeah. yeah. See what happens, man. Out, out there with his iceberg swag. Wait till, wait till Bobby Lashley introduces her to the homies. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go back to the hood, man. <laughs> well, we out. Oh, Yo, shit. but um, who do you think is going to accept the Viking Raiders Open Challenge at TLC? You think I it's going to be the Street Profits again? I think it's the Street Profits again. If it is, they got to win it. Honestly, bro, I have no idea, but the Viking, the Viking uh, Raiders. Yeah, it's like they're good in the ring, but that's they, it. That's it. Like they literally they have to have piece. open challenges. Yeah, they need a mouthpiece, bro, because the open challenge thing is like uh, we don't know who to beef with. We don't know what to say. Who wants to fight us? <laughs> I feel like there's a AOP. lot of wrestlers like that. I feel right like now. AOP should come out. AOP Ooh. would be hell and just fucking. I feel like Ooh. AOP should come out if they destroy yes. the Viking Raiders yes. with those titles. You know what? And I'm gonna tell you why that would be super necessary to make everything work. What they have going on right now? Because they're riding with the champ. They're riding with fucking Rollins. Yeah, yeah who's bro. decorated. You know, and what then saying? they could like, they could go and beat the shit out of Brock Lesnar, get that championship, and run through crazy with Raw with that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like honestly, that'll I, work. I, I was that'll one, work. I was one person who stood up for Brock. I feel like he's a champion. Like he's what a champion should be. Like he commands respect, and he he is like a big champion, right? He's a draw. But him skipping and missing all this time and all this shit, it's like, yo, just take it away from him, Just give it back to Rollins. Then Rollins got it again. Honestly, I forgot Rollins. Rollins could go around saying, I beat Brock Lesnar three times. What did you, what have you done? Yo, uh, big facts. And that'll turn, that'll turn Brock (laughs) babyface somehow. (laughs) My bad. That would definitely turn Brock Yo, put Paul Heyman in that stable. Let him talk for AOP. That'd be nuts. Boom. There you go. That's it. Paul Heyman turns on Brock Lesnar. It's happened before. Do it again. That's it. Since AOP doesn't speak English (laughs) and they just want to talk it in their native tongue, they might as well be speaking Hagalarian. I don't understand what the fuck they're saying. Let Paul Heyman be their mouthpiece. That would be fine. And Paul Heyman and Rollins next to each other on some hill shit. That would be ill. And they both could talk. 
That'll be like that. I feel like that would be like the next, the next coming of like a Shane Douglas if he was with Paul Heyman. For real, Shane Douglas was fire on the mic in ECW. You know, you know who they should let into that little thing that they got going on between what we just said right now, Paul Heyman, (laughs) Paul Heyman, AOP, and Seth Rollins. Let Buddy Murphy be a part of that. Yo, Buddy Murphy's nasty, bro. He's dope. I can't wait for this uh, Alistair Black Buddy Murphy yeah, match. Yeah, it's going to be good. He just, that dude just needs some direction. Like, just give that, that dude fire, an right? angle. And let, yeah, bro, he's fire. That whole give that angle, dude an angle and let him go in. That whole angle that he had with, Ro- with uh, Roman Reigns was tough. Yeah. Like, who did dope. it? Who it was, yeah. I was like, this And that's why I could see him being part of AOP. When you know? AOP and Rollins got going. Yeah, bro. they got to change their name. It's a sign of... Yo, WWE, I know you hear us, man. Holler at us, man. We here for you. Word. We here for the low, too. We here <laughs> Word. For the low. We Word. here for the culture. He sent the so check at 2520podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> We're not going to do it for free. At Yahoo, actually. At we Yahoo. Here for <laughs> but, uh, guys, that's all we got for you today. Hold this- on. Well, I, want, I, want, I know we got to finish this up. Oh, he's getting cut off. That's all right. Yeah, I'm, I don't need to. I don't need to. But that whole Bray Wyatt thing, this is his first match as Bray Wyatt. As Bray Wyatt, not The Fiend. This is good. This, this is, is good. Great. This is good. I want him to come out in his fucking Mr. Rogers best yes. and fuck niggas up yes. while wearing yes. a fucking sweater. Yes. Okay? That's what I want. One last I thing. I feel like we see that. One last thing. It's good to see that the factions... Are coming back into wrestling. This little by little, no, okay, yeah. little by little, but it's a lot of it. Yeah, we're seeing a lot the of build it up. right now. It's a lot of it happening all at once. I saw this uh, promo for the um, the AEW, the Order, yeah, Dark Order, Dark Order, yeah, yeah. Dark Order. You saw it, it was like it was kind of like um, hacker vibes and shit like that. Yeah, it was kind of like a what's it called, like a motivational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit. That was fire. Yeah. Pyra- pyramid scheme. That yeah. was fire. Nah, that was fire. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm here. I'm here for those type of fucking promos. I'm here for that because that's some new age type shit. So I like what they did there. Like it's yeah. Almost, yeah, it's almost kind of like... Shout out to, like to the Nation of Domination. Yeah, there we go, Dean. I was about to question An hour and 18 I, minutes I, in. Fuck. Shout out to the fucking Nation of Domination. <laughs> shit, bro. Yo, another thing, real quick. They're bringing back Saturday Night's main event. No, they're bringing that's, back been, main that's event. been there. That's been there. That's been there. Oh, the right. main event's been there. All right, well, I've been off that. On TV or? Is, nah, not on TV. Yeah. It's in the network, yeah. Now, nah, when it's on TV, that's when it's big deal. <laughs> I, I saw that Alexander... Is Cedric Alexander Cedric Alexander is going to fight Ricochet yeah. as the main event. And a lot of people are talking shit about that. And all I got to say about that is when you play your role, when you play your position... Eventually, things will happen. Yeah, for real. So, them main eventing on that is not a big deal. It's the draw for that it's show. It's just them exactly. playing their fucking position. Be safe. As you should. Yo, that doesn't... Be safe. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. That sounded like some, some tax stone shit safe. right there. For oh, real, man. Peace, beloved. Yeah. Be safe. Yo, listen. So Shout guys, out tax stone. <laughs> yo, so guys, um, we talked a lot about like the Max B and uh, Fat Joe album last week, and we played a song from the Max B album last week. I really want to play a song from the Fat Joe album this week. Mm. There's like three joints that really caught my eye. Off that Family Ties joint that he did with uh, with Dre. Yeah. Yeah, that was a song. beautifully, beautifully produced. Album, yes, bro. yes. 
Fatjo, you know, he has never let down on an album. Well, he got one song called Projects, another one, Heaven to Hell, and the, the last joint, Deep, which was pretty dope. So one of those three are going to be the songs that we're going to play at the end of the pod. But this was a wrap for episode 83, and we are your hosts, Nathan McFly. Shit nigga with your man again. Once again, shout out to the nation of domination. Yeah. Shout out to all my peoples, man. We out here. That's going to come up soon. <laughs> we out here, man. LP 2020 dangerously. fucking podcast. <laughs> we LP dangerously here. We here. We out here. Anything you want to let niggas know out there on, the, on some real street shit where you ain't got to hold your tongue. Know what I mean? What's the deal? Projects. Forgive me, I'm a nigga from the projects. Forgive me, I'm a nigga from the projects. Forgive me, I'm a nigga from the jacks. No apologies for my fresh behavior. No preachers, the church has can save you. Shots ring out, you get stretched and laid up. Streets got drugs, guns, and sex for sale. So forgive me, I'm a nigga from the projects. Forgive me, I'm a nigga from the projects. Forgive me, I'm a nigga from the projects. Forgive me, I'm a nigga from the jacks. Forgive me, I'm a Millie from the projects. Drip team, triple beam in the Pyrex. Suicide, it's a suicide. Only slice above my head, why are you surprised? Every floor in my building got a precious. Now I'm gripping on the ice, the sides are precious. Get my movie on in that Louis Vuitton. Let my bitch make your bitch look like precious. Uh, and I ain't never trust no chick. If she working at the club, then that's not your bitch. All my niggas got Scarface static. Got hitters on deck and they not gone, miss. Forgive me, I'm a nigga from the projects. Forgive me, I'm a nigga from the projects. Forgive me, I'm a nigga from the projects. Forgive me, I'm a nigga from the jacks. No apologies for my fresh behavior. No preachers, the church has can save you. Shots ring out, you get stretched and laid up. Streets got drugs, guns, and sex for sale. So forgive me, I'm a nigga from the projects. Forgive me, I'm a nigga from the projects. Forgive me, I'm a nigga from the projects. Forgive me, I'm a nigga from the jacks. Forgive me, I'm a nigga out the projects. From where they pick out all the NFL prospects. Either you rich or you poor with simple concepts of cooking up a tote in the rock, keeping some progress. But these days you gotta watch what you post. Trying to speak truth to power, get you shot like ghosts. Whoa, but fuck it, I'm a nigga out the ghetto. And when all else fails, you start hustling the Holy Ghost. Sure, you wanna be owners on them corners. Freezing cold on beaches, sipping coronas. You ain't a rebel the second you choose to settle, Nick. We call it cap on that bullshit you trying to pedal, Nick. Forgive me, I'm a nigga from the projects. Forgive me, I'm a nigga from the projects. Forgive me, I'm a nigga from the projects. Forgive me, I'm a nigga from the jacks. No apologies for my fresh behavior. No preachers, the church has can save you. Shots ring out, you get stretched and laid up. Streets got drugs, guns, and sex for sale. So forgive me, I'm a nigga from the projects. Forgive me, I'm a nigga from the projects. Forgive me, I'm a nigga from the projects. Forgive me, I'm a nigga from the jacks.